of America, Washington, D.C., signing on. Located deep in the heart of rural northern North Carolina. I, of course, am the best selling author of The Gorilla's Guide to the Balfang Radio and The Gorilla Dispatch, volumes one and two. And it's very good to be back with you here on Wednesday. Uh, I had originally planned on doing a show on Monday, coming off of uh, a week long RTO, advanced RTO and signals intelligence course. Huge, huge. One of the, the biggest classes, if not the biggest class that I've ever taught. Uh, the house was absolutely rocking. Had over 35 Bubba's in class putting in that good work. And, um, you know, six days straight, uh, all of the uh, facilitating and the coordinating and everything that goes into that, um, you know, the, the having a, a solid class is the payoff for that. And, um, you know, it was, it was really wonderful. There was, uh, this class, I say to every class that I run that each of them sets the bar, uh, that much higher. And really this, this course was no exception. Uh, it was, it was really, really incredible. But, uh, originally I had planned on doing a show on Monday, getting back on the air. There was a lot of things that had occurred over last week and let me tell you, my voice was shot. Okay, absolutely shot. You can still hear it now. Um, I'm a little more raspier than normal. Um, you know, not certainly not as as velvety and as as luxurious on the air as I would like to be. Uh, but you know, anyway, it, it, there's a little bit of jocularity from my end. But um, in all seriousness, though, it, it actually hurt to talk, uh, yesterday and the day prior. Uh, so on Tuesday, of course I'd planned on getting a show kicked out as well, but, uh, just couldn't do it. Just couldn't do it. Got started. Um, you know, voice, voice was hurting, uh, was hurting. And, you know, it's, it's, you know, I'll tell you something like, um, you know, I do the Alex Jones impersonations from time to time, uh, that, that kind of gets a rise out of people and it, you know, it's really good. I like to do that, you know, and, and let, let me tell you, you can't outrun the new world order in a fast car, but I, 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 I mean, that's why I got a Dodge Hillcat anyway. Um, you know, things like that. But, you know, I, I can say though, as somebody who's listened to, uh, him discovered him a long, long time ago. 
um, back when uh, I was listening to William Cooper all the way back in the day, uh, back when uh, he was on shortwave radio, WWCR to be exact. And Alex is still on there. And uh, way back in the day, and you go back and listen to Alex, you know, early on in his career, it sounded completely different. I mean, it's, you know, obviously it was still his voice is much younger. Um, but he, you know, over time, your, your voice changes and it gets, you know, it, it um, when you do a lot of talking and, uh, you do a lot of talking and sometimes things become a little dynamic and, uh, you know, it, it, you get that, you get that raspiness, that graveliness and, uh, you know, that, that's kind of how I am sounding right now. But, uh, certainly, you know, not that there's anything wrong with sounding like that, but I don't like to hurt when I am talking because, you know, I do, I do thoroughly enjoy having a podcast that is top ranked and ranked right up there with some of the absolute greats of talk radio, um, constantly being interviewed and, and, uh, you know, of course, most important to me, I'm standing before you in class, teaching you all, all the skills and all the things. And uh, that's what I put a premium on. So uh, anyway, with that said, coming back in here, of course, big news week. Big news week last week. Big news week this week. Of course, we already forgot about last week. We already forgot about last week. Last week's last week. Uh, So all of the attention-grabbing headlines from last week, we've already forgot about. We've already thrown those completely out the window. Uh, Ukraine is still an absolute shit show. We're still waiting, by the way. Uh, question to all you NAFO guys that are listening to this. and probably also work for Media Matters. Um, to all you NAFO guys out there, when is this counteroffensive supposed to happen? Because, you know, we're kind of in the waning days of summer here. Uh, of course, we had our heat wave last week just in time for the RTO course where we had a heat index of about 105 every day. And, you know, it, it of course, it cooled off. It's a balmy 83 degrees outside right now. Feels amazing. Uh, feels amazing in, in the waning days of summer as we're approaching uh, about a month out from Labor Day. You know, so question, this summertime counteroffensive, where is it? Where is it? Still wondering. Oh, oh, you need F-16s. That's right. Oh, oh, okay. So the, those can get shot down as well. We, we can pledge more munitions to a failed effort where we jousted at windmills, where there was no coherent strategy because there isn't any. And the reason that there is no coherent strategy to any of these things is because the same people that are prosecuting this war were the ones that prosecuted Afghanistan, that prosecuted Iraq, that prosecuted Libya, that were the sole responsible parties for the failures that led up to Benghazi. And there was never any accountability for any of this. None of this. Here we are. Here we are. So if you didn't win the last two wars, and the last two wars before that, and the one before that as well, what makes you think that you're going to win this one? Huh. Yes, that's called hubris. 
That is called hubris. And if you've listened to this podcast for any amount of time, as the rest of you out there have, you have a brain, that's why you're listening to this podcast, the voice in alternative media right here, this one. There's a lot of voices in alternative media. Very, very rarely will you find the take that you get on this show, and that is why you are here. So, Ukraine is all but done, right? There is no counteroffensive. The weapons that we sent, the arms that we sent, the Bradleys, the Leopard tanks, all the things, right? They all got blown up. Right? The HIMARS. Oh, St. Javelin, right? All got blown up. All got blown up. So, that fake coup, remember that? The fake coup. There's a fake coup that they're going to pull, right? There, there was no coup. There, there was not even an attempted coup. It wasn't, they, there was nothing real about it. What that was was a smoke screen. It was a narrative. It was green screened so that they could move their forces into Belarus. Wagner could move everything it had into Belarus. Meanwhile, the Russian army was going to hold the line. This is a classic technique. It's called hammer and anvil. They've done it over and over and over again. I said probably, it's probably been two years ago now, and I know that I've said this in class, if I've said it once, I've said it a dozen times when people ask me. The Raison Military Institute, which is the Russian equivalent to West Point, teaches Zhukov's method of war. And who did Zhukov idolize? Well, that would be General Grant. And in particular, Grant at Vicksburg. In Zhukov's methodology, Grant's victory at at Vicksburg in the Western campaign of the Civil War, the American Civil War, was the perfect military victory. That morality of the troops and the uh, and the decision making behind the troops, rather of conservation of troops, would get in the way of an actual military victory. What does that mean? It means it doesn't matter how many bodies you sacrifice throwing at the front. The ends justify the means. This is the tactic that he would use in Stalingrad, throughout the Eastern Front. Human wave after human wave. Hideous, hideous numbers of casualties. But they anticipate that. That is their order of battle. This is their methodology. Some of you have a very hard time understanding that, wrapping your mind around that. Casualties are irrelevant to them. But they mean everything to a Western army because we rely upon political optics more than anything else. Dead American soldiers is not a good thing. And we look at casualty rates. All right. So, what does that leave us? We've been outmaneuvered in South America, Central America. Everything south of the Rio Grande is now under the hegemon of both China and Russia. We know this. We understand this. It is not debatable. These are the realities. And this is the failure of... Of the Washington, D.C. regime that is corrupt to the core, that is full of hubris, that has absolutely no idea what they are doing. And the problem is, is that they sacrifice American lives 
And we now in this country are going to have to bear the burden within the next decade of their misgivings, of their poor decisions. The fact that America is not well respected on the world stage and they have no idea how to fix it. None whatsoever. Janet Yellen completely snubbed by the Chinese. Go eat dinner alone, Yellen. That's what they told her. They did not even invite her to an official state dinner. Do you know what a huge deal that is? Wrap your mind around that. Of course, the mainstream media won't talk about that. They're not going to talk about that because that's an embarrassment. They were told, you will not discuss this. Talk about Jack Smith. Talk about the fact that we live in a banana republic. That is what you will talk about. That is what you will discuss. Republicans out there doing absolutely nothing. Rattling sabers, shaking tables. We're scared. Please donate to our campaigns. Why? There are no more campaigns. There are no more elections. Do you understand this? Because whoever counts the votes matters. Not who votes. Voting's irrelevant. We are in a post-voting democracy. Do you understand that? No, you don't. Most of you don't. You don't understand the gravity of that, of what is happening right before your very eyes. But that, of course, is a topic for another day. Uh, Just understand, as most of you have a cursory knowledge and awareness of, at least, that we are in a hell of a lot of trouble in this country. And I don't think that that's going to change anytime soon. What I do want to talk about, though, what I do want to talk about, before I give a quick plug, shout out to the show sponsors, of course, Brushbeater.store, my own web store that is absolutely uh, running buku out there. I've got some new products up on the store that I want to talk about. Uh, The CB58 handheld radio. This thing is an absolute game changer I think for communications, for the prepper, for the patriot out there, really anybody that's interested in, in uh, reliable two-way communications. Um, and, and I wrote a pretty lengthy piece about it this morning uh, that can be found on the blog for brushbeater.stores, well as AmericanPartisan.org and brushbeater.org. So you can find those over there. You can read that. And of course, there are links to the different products that I discussed, uh, how to implement it best, uh, that are in there as well. But this thing is a game changer. I've got chess rigs, low profile chess rigs that I think are really, um, an innovative product in a lot of ways. Uh, runners kit bags are becoming very, very popular, uh, for a lot of reasons, I think some very legitimate reasons as a multi-purpose item out there. And uh, I'm really, really proud of it. I'm uh, really proud of it. Working with a small company out of Utah, uh, some friends of mine that have started up their own tactical nylon company, Wendigo Works. And so I'm really, really uh, proud to be offering this 100% American-made, 
100% American-made materials that went into this. Uh, so, you know, you're not getting some chintzy crap from, you know, some sweatshop somewhere. This is real quality tactical gear. All right. And so this this is, by the way, this is the first of several things that I plan on carrying in the store. I've got a few gear makers that I am uh, courting currently and uh, really looking forward to offering products to all of you from from a, a large number of gear makers out there. But uh, BrushBeater.store is is growing by leaps and bounds. And it's all because of this wonderful audience out there. So I can't thank you guys enough for that but civildefensemanual.com jack lawson's two volume set definitely worth having uh in these trying times it is a great primer to get you started uh down the path of preparedness and uh, i think most importantly the takeaway from those two volumes is how to organize people for a purpose uh, that that is a really really big deal uh, and of course, last but certainly not least, Blacksmith Publishing, the Warriors Bookstore. My close friends, Paul LeFevre and Mike Blackburn, uh, two Special Forces legends in their own right. Uh, really, really incredible guys and, and great friends of the show. So wanted to give all of them a shout out uh, before we dive into this. And I want to return to the Gorilla's Guide to the Baofeng Radio. And I want to point some things out as we are uh, diving deep into this topic. Um, we've probably all seen, uh, you know, encountered things online, uh, you know, quote-unquote so-called experts that can't really point to any real bona fides that they have other than... Um, you know, I held a radio once at an airsoft match or some shit, right? Uh, you know, and, and they know every little thing about everything or, you know, even worse, they only uh, point to uh, hypothetical type things and whatnot. And, and people kind of have a jumping off point there where it kind of, it goes into all these little rabbit holes, right? Like a, a, a ant maze kind of. Um. The thing is, is that there is reality, okay? There, there is reality and there are things to legitimately be concerned about. And then there is raw paranoia, okay? You know, what's the difference between being, um, having healthy skepticism and personal security and, you know, raw paranoia is, is really uh, whatever is plausible, Right. Is something plausible? Is something even possible? And, you know, and then when we begin to identify what those things are, we need to quantify them. Right. So, you know, we see um, when it comes to communications in, in totes, people typically have this all or nothing type of uh, attitude behind things. And, you know, it, it's it, it's like anything else. There's, um, there's, there's the people who will jump all in on one thing or one device because they are lazy. Okay. They are inherently lazy. They do not really know what they are doing, but they think they know what they're doing. And they, at the risk of admonishing certain people out there, which is not necessarily what I want to do here. Um, 
I do simply want to impart that be careful, okay? Be careful. In case in point here, these couple of stories, uh, three, in fact, that I'm going to be discussing here. So, in the past, I have broken down the risks associated with basically opening yourself up to um, only using one form of communication security, right? That, that's baked into radios themselves. And, and of course, DMR is the big one. Uh, P25 is another one. You know, Madman Actual and I, who he will be up here this coming weekend for tactical signals exploitation here in two days. Uh, so I'm really excited about that. But we've talked about the risks inherent, right? And, you know, P25 systems have long, long since been well known to have several exploits built into them. Okay. Um, so if that is the only system you are relying on for your uh, communication security concerns, so to speak, um, they're going to leave you, they're going to leave you stranded. Okay. To, to put it plain and simple. Uh, depending on your threat model, depending on who your electronic adversary actually is, okay? Um, we've known this. This is not a new thing, all right? This is not a new thing. And it's not isolated to P25 or even DMR, okay? DMR has a couple of exploits with it as well. One of them is the internal clock, all right? It relies upon the internal clock. Right, every one second, every second to second to second to second, it has to have that handshake, right? That capability for a handshake. So, um, if you are relying on that to accomplish all of your communications security needs without doing any other thing to protect yourself or understanding the processes behind it behind the actual implementation of the tool itself right what are you trying to do with it if you don't understand what those things are you're in a lot of trouble okay plain and simple you're going to be in a lot of trouble uh so so you know with that out of the way uh we're beginning to see a lot more of these exploits that are seeing the light of day uh the gorilla's guide to Baofeng radio I explore how to actually create communication security through practices itself, right? And then how to physically encrypt things so that they are not breakable, right? Um, you know, whenever it, it kind of cracks me up, whenever I'll get pushback about this online, people say, oh, but, uh, you know, that, that's, but, but that's not convenient, blah, blah, blah. Well, you know. That's your only argument. That is your only argument. Then, then you're already behind the power curve. Because I can promise you, nobody, 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 no swinging Richard out there has studied these things in a contemporary sense more than I have. Okay, promise you. I promise you. Not at least on the open source side. All right. And I mean, there's, there's a reason that I am contacted by some of the people that I am to to work on these things because I know what I'm talking about. Uh, when it comes to Ukraine, 
why are certain practices in Ukraine becoming what they are? Right? Why is my book showing up at NATO training centers? Because it is. Right? Got pictures. So, you know, it, it's... The thing is, is that we need to get back to the actual practices of communication security. All right. This is why you need to take this very seriously. If you want to be a child and run around and talk nonstop and act like a cool guy and LARP in front of a, a mirror or whatever. Hey, you know, knock yourself out. It's a free country. But if you want to be a professional, if you want to learn how to do these things the right way, you might want to listen up. Okay. You might want to listen up. So, coming from the 27th of July, did Tetra have a backdoor hidden in encrypted police and military radios? Uh, 27 July 2023, coming from hackaday.com. And long story short, yes, they actually did. Uh, Tetra. Now, Tetra is a competitor to P25. It's in widespread use outside the United States. Uh, P25, you typically will see inside the United States. Uh, Tetra is outside. Um, Motorola does make use of Tetra radios as well. And, um, you know, it, it's for export use typically is what you'll find. Uh, but... Reports that were published by Wire, or uh, Wired, rather, uh, they have found an exploit with it and a leaked diplomatic cable regarding U.S. pushback on the export of Italian Tetra radio equipment to Iran noted that the encryption included was less than 40 bits, a threshold considered below the level suitable for military use. Uh, as well as other backdoors that were now disclosed here in 2023. So, uh, they've known about this since at least 2006. The P25 system has had a backdoor in it since at least that long, possibly longer. Uh, and since DMR has a lot in common with P25, there you go. Now, does that mean DMR is bad? No, no, it does not. Okay. You know, I have DMR radios that I offer that are very reasonably priced, very high in quality. All right. Um, you know, if, if you want to get into DMR on a budget, I have budget options for getting into DMR that are extremely user-friendly, by the way, extremely user-friendly, very capable, good radios. Uh... With that said, understand the risks inherent in what you are utilizing. Okay, the, the pieces of equipment you are utilizing. Uh, you know, working down the list, of course, this coming out last week. So right on the heels of that, two days later, exclusive. This is coming from Forbes. Exclusive. Pentagon investigates critical compromise of Air Force communication system 29 july 2023 now this story is a little bit juicier this was not independently verified but rather it was broken to forbes via the fbi 
the Pentagon is investigating what it is called a critical compromise of communications across 17 Air Force facilities by one of its engineers, according to a search warrant obtained by Forbes. The document also details evidence of a possible breach of FBI communications by the same employee who worked at Arnold Air Force Base in Tennessee. The government had been tipped off by a base contractor that the 48-year-old engineer had taken government radio technologies home, effectively stealing them for his own use, according to the warrant, which alleged the amount, pilfered equi- the amount of pilfered equipment was worth nearly $90,000. When law enforcement raided his home, they found that he had unauthorized administrator access to radio communications tech used by the Air Education and Training Command, affecting 17 Department of Defense installations, according to the warrant. The ATEC is one of nine major commands defined by the Pentagon as interrelated and complementary, providing offensive, defensive, and support elements to Air Force headquarters. The suspect was running a Motorola radio programming software, which contained the entire Arnold Air Force Base communications system. Oh, man. And what was it that they were using? Uh, What was it here? We're not talking about the system, uh, you know, systems that are used for uh, air-to-air communications or air-to-ground communication, none of those. Now, this is for security forces, and this is utilizing equipment that is really meant for civilian law enforcement agencies. So what would that be? Hmm? What would that be? That would be exactly what I was just telling you, okay? That would be exactly the systems that I was just talking about a document detailing the forensics on technology seized from his home revealed that he had a usb containing administrative passwords and electronic system keys for the atec radio network atec of course is the command here uh also retrieved from flash drives were local law enforcement radio programming files on another usb driver motorola radio programming files, which when open presented a warning banner that they were a U.S. government property. Meanwhile, installer files recovered in the search home or in the search came with confidential restricted pop-up when opened. Uh, So, yeah, he was trying to find an exploit here and apparently did and uh, was testing, at least in, in my opinion, he was probably testing uh, to, to see if some of the previously known exploits were still there, uh, which may or may not be, I don't know, I uh, can't say. But anyhow, this this is, a, this is a real thing, okay? This is a real thing. Now, with all of that said, with all of that said, uh, communication security begins with you, okay? It absolutely 100% begins with you. It begins with your practices. It begins with what you are doing. All right. You know, and, and, um, having, uh, having somebody in class all last week who is a, um, verified soft operator, special operations forces operator, uh, who, who is now out of the service and, and we'll just leave it at that. 
but we were having a, a recently out of the service, by the way, we were having a conversation about this very topic. And, um, you know, he was saying that it really, in his opinion, uh, some of the, the, the recent GWAT guys, uh, that, that are now out, you know, we're a few years removed from the, the conclusion of the global war on terror, the great failure that it was, uh, who are way overconfident in their capabilities because they think they know everything and they think that they know what all of the mission requirements actually are and what they need to be. Um, he's exactly right about that. Um, you know, you, you really need to begin to look at your equipment objectively and refine your practices. Because what I'm telling you is, is that the further they go with this stuff, you know, saying that, that we're the enemy, right? We're the enemy. We're, we're domestic enemies or domestic terrorists, all this stuff. You know, that, that 2020 was the opening salvo in this and more and more what they are going to continue to do, all right? You need to understand that that is part of the threat model, okay? Don't rely on what somebody else built for you in saying that it is good. I promise you, you're going to get embarrassed, and you're probably going to get your feelings hurt. Analog, on the other hand, going old school, going analog, making them work for it, using protocols that they don't necessarily have or are aware of because what is a digital signal when you send it it's going over the airwaves one way or the other right it's being transmitted out of that radio it is simply a protocol it is taking your voice breaking it down into a digital data stream and sending it over the airwaves that's what it's doing in a nutshell now whatever you do with it from there is what you do right why not come up with your own and there is certainly a way to do that. I detail that in the book. Okay. Detail that in the Gorilla's Guide to the Balfang Radio, as well as how to configure those radios to do that. And that, of course, applies to a lot of other technology as well. Uh, there, there is a mountain of, of other very viable candidates. There's a lot of stuff. You know, Rattlegram came up in class and um you know that's that's another one i don't make a lot of use of rattlegram these days um i it, it's not necessarily compatible from uh version to version but with that said with that said it is an option if you know it that works really well for you then cool uh i will say that rattlegram is extremely user-friendly uh to use and and seems to have a latency time uh, transmitting that data in keyboard to keyboard operation pretty well, right? Uh, with the CB58s I was talking about just a few minutes ago, really, really revolutionary feature about that is the fact that they have the Kenwood two-prong cable, all right? That is its microphone jack on it. Data bursts over CB, all right? And Citizen Band Radio, you know, of course, in the article that I put up today, I talk about why you really need to be adding that to your communications arsenal, especially in a handheld radio, especially in a handheld format. Um, it presents a number of advantages to you, especially if you can use it in FM mode, which these radios absolutely allow you to do. 
You're talking about a mode that most people are going to ignore. They're not really going to be listening for. If they do intercept it, they're probably going to write it off as really nothing. They have to get the message in its entirety anyway. And if you are in FM, of course, we know that AM uh, modulation does not talk to FM modulation. So even if they're using a spectrum analyzer and they can see the signal, they're probably going to dismiss it, right, at least for the first little bit of time. Pretty neat tool. Pretty neat tool. Pretty neat capability set. Anyhow, folks, I wanted to discuss those stories. I had a whole bunch of emails asking about that. A uh, bunch of emails asking about those news stories. And um, to be fair, I, I think that we really needed to get some coverage on it. I had talked about it, of course, over on Twitter and put up some things on American Partisan. But I really needed to do a dedicated podcast to break this down. If for anything else, is to, to reinforce the fact that there is a real threat out there. The electronic warfare threat is high. And so don't get so married to thinking that one device is your all-encompassing, one-and-done security needs uh, fulfilled. Because it's not. Okay? You know, it is, it is absolutely not. Uh, last on the docket here, uh, new things up on the training calendar, the machine gun course. I have a machine gun shoot that is coming up and uh, going to be in October. And I want to make y'all aware of it. It is, I, I'm really, really excited for this. Uh, two days, we're going to be running the qualification tables. So not only are you going to get familiarized on a 240 Bravo as well as an M2 50 cal, uh, you're also going to be qualifying on it. So you're going to be getting professional instruction uh, by me and a close friend of mine. The machine guns themselves are uh, built by a custom builder in North Georgia, who is a class three manufacturer. Uh, so, you know, it's, it's going to be a hell of a lot of fun. Uh, the course cost includes the cost of ammunition. So you don't need to bring any ammo to this class. You're not going to be using your own weapons. Uh, none of that stuff, right? It, it's There is a packing list really for your own uh, personal protective equipment uh, to, to be wearing out on the range. But other than that, you know, it, it is all included in there. And so that is up on the training calendar. Also, my very close friend, Kay, is coming back of Combat Studies Group. And we're going to be running, he's running the... Uh, uh, Ground rod courses, uh, one and two, here at my place. And he's got a couple of other classes that he's going to be teaching as well. One of them is a rifle and pistol class. I think that you're really going to enjoy that one. Um, I looked at the POI for that. I'm really excited for that one as well. I think that that's going to be a hell of a lot of fun. And then he has got a high threat traveler course that is going to be one day so he is going to be here um in that middle chunk of september you know here it is the end of of the summer uh, coming up on the end of the summer already um you know make your fall training plans right now of course scout course the recce course still up on the training calendar as well 
And that's really going to be rounding us out for the year. There's one more class that is going to go up on the training calendar. I'm going to be out in Missouri uh, doing a signals intelligence course. So that one's not up on the calendar yet. Got a couple of little details to iron out regarding that one. Uh, but that will be going up. And that's going to be in uh, early November, prospectively, as well. Anyway, with that said, folks, uh, keep your heads on a swivel. Um, a lot of things going on right now. A lot of uh, BS flying back and forth. The propaganda is very, very heavy. You know, also keep a level head. All right. If they were winning, the propaganda wouldn't have to be so heavy. It wouldn't have to be what it is. The bots are out in force. The, the, uh, all the negativity is out there, folks. I'm telling you, America, the United States, for us to survive all this, relies on you. As I told a close personal friend of mine, a veteran of SEAL Team 6, uh, Dev Grew, from, from back in the day, who's going through some really hard times right now, as I told him the other night, America needs you. There is no other time than right now for you to be alive. God put you on this earth right now for this moment and for the trials and tribulations that we are going to face. Use it. Use it. Use your time wisely. Train hard. And, and let's win this thing. Anyhow, folks, God bless you. Stay safe. And I will talk to you again very, very soon. This is NC Scout out.